Assalamualaikum guys, welcome or welcome back to I'm Just Saying. I'm your host Lima Jumubarak. Happy Friday to everyone as always. Today I'm talking about a very interesting topic. I think that it is going to be very edge of your seat type of thing if, if that's what you want to call it. Um, I was kind of stumped on what to do. I wanted to talk about people pleasing in this episode. And yes, I have talked about people pleasing before, but that was when I like started like very first started this podcast and I wasn't I was really skeptic about it. And I was low key in denial about being a people pleaser. Like I did mention that like I have people pleasing attributes and I've gone through a lot of things that people pleasers have gone through, but I genuinely was not having it, right? I, I kind of refused to admit it, um, at least on recording, on podcasting, because, you know, it's accessible to everyone, which I found so scary. But honestly, it's like, what do I have to lose, you know? And these past few months have been months of reflection for me, and I've really gotten to know myself as a person. I've really gotten to know why I do certain things, which has just made waking up every day a little bit easier. I know that sounds like cliche, but it's true. So I wanted to talk about people pleasing, but because I've already talked about it and my points in that episode was still pretty valid. Like I talked about what people pleasing is, how to recognize it, what to do about it. It's still very valid. So I wanted to do something that's under that umbrella. And today I'm going to be talking about self-sabotage. And we're going to look into what self-sabotage is, some causes, some signs, and maybe just how to reduce it. Okay, so let's get into it. What is stopping us from achieving our goals and success? And for some of us, what is stopping us from making us closer to our dean, to our creator, to our religion? And the answer to that question is ourselves. Now, I'm not just saying like you, I'm saying people like us yourself and usually in my episodes I talk about what other people do and how that can influence you and your behaviors but today I want to talk about how we stop ourselves from doing things and it's so much more common than you think and it can be regular practices in your everyday life that you do that is stopping you and is making you self-sabotage yourself and you don't even know it so It is your job to heal and it is your job to become the best version of yourself. And especially for us Muslims, it is our job to become closer to our deen because if we don't, we're basically neglecting our sole purpose in life. And I want everyone here to understand that sometimes we stop ourselves and we are our own roadblock within our journey. And sometimes we undermine and hinder our own success by engaging in behaviors that can have a huge impact on so many different aspects of our lives, like our relationships, our careers, our friendships, our everyday lives. And it's not because we don't want our dream life and we don't want the success that we hope to achieve, but it's because we're protecting ourselves on a subconscious level. And sometimes we do this so we don't have to feel the feelings that we need to feel, okay? Your subconscious wants to protect you all the time, of course. And when new things 
come around in your life new things that you may not like that you're not used to that are different it's kind of like an on button in your subconscious and it's just switched on into safety mode if you keep feeding your brain and telling yourself you can't do something and you can't do something you will start to believe that you actually can't do it and your subconscious mind is going to be like no you can't do it and then you actually won't be able to achieve what you wanted to achieve and this can be if you have a fear of failure or a fear of success and maybe even if you have fear of both because it can drive you to self-sabotage and this can drive you to stopping absolutely everything in your life in order for you to pick the easiest route out but that easiest route has absolutely no lessons it has no curveballs that are going to teach you something long term and i think this is where people pleasing comes in because when you people please you are so busy paying attention to other people that you never pay attention to yourself and you want that validation from other people and you don't feel like you are enough until the people you want to validate have validated you and when you are doing everything for everyone else you don't have a minute to be like wait hold on but who am i right and if you're still a little bit confused i promise you'll get it in the next couple of minutes so now that we know a little bit about what self-sabotage is, what are some causes? Okay, so just to reiterate, self-sabotage usually happens when there is a mismatch between values and behavior. And like I mentioned before, it also happens when you have to do something, but you don't want to do it because it doesn't align with your behavior and it may just be an easy exit, hence people-pleasing. And sometimes you know your problem, you know what is stopping you, which by the way, it's most likely yourself. You know that you're stopping yourself, but you do absolutely nothing about it. For example, you say that you want to achieve being better at waking up early, but you keep oversleeping. Now you've identified the problem, you know what it is, but you keep ignoring it and you keep blocking it out. And you might even start looking at other areas to avoid it altogether. For example, you know that you need to wake up early. You know that you keep oversleeping, but you don't set an alarm. You don't have anyone wake you up. You don't have some sort of system that can get you up early. You just keep oversleeping because it's just easier for you. You might not be a morning person, so you just oversleep. You never actually try getting yourself to the place that you need to get to. And that's just one pattern that is related to self-sabotage here. A lot of different things can stop you. Another great example is perfectionism. And yes, perfectionism can be a good thing. It, it can be in some cases. But in this, it can get in the way of your progress. And it can further start your self-sabotaging journey, as you may call it. And because you may be a perfectionist, you often struggle with getting things started. Like, for example, a school project, because, you know, once you get started on it, you won't be able to finish it because you need every single detail in the project to be absolutely perfect. And I hope overcoming perfectionism is a topic that I can talk about in a future episode. But for now, when you try to obsess over every single thing in this project, it 
kind of just drains you. And then it just keeps you from finishing it all together. Because why? Oh, you couldn't make it perfect. Which then further is like, oh, I'm not perfect enough because I couldn't even submit it. Which then further makes your self-sabotage even worse. I think a lot of us can say that we have some sort of self-sabotage in our system or we've done something that was self-sabotage and you might not even realize it really. I mean, you're stopping yourself from doing something and you don't even realize your habits and then you just choose to not do it and then you leave it and it's like whatever. Okay, so some more signs of self-sabotage can be things to do with people and I always like if you've listened to any one of my podcast episodes majority of the time I'm talking about other people which is why I really 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 wanted to touch on self-sabotage because self-sabotage is all you you know so you can distance yourself from other people because you don't want to ask for help and that's kind of like two signs right there distancing yourself like withdrawing yourself from people completely and then not asking for help and with that I also want to make a very separate episode on like vulnerability and like asking for help because truly it is so hard and sometimes you just don't even want to but there's always someone in your life that you can go to and with self-sabotage you don't ask for help but then you constantly try to seek approval or try to I feel like you could also just try to seek validation in a way where you try to like linger upon it and you're like you know what me putting off this task because I don't want to do it is fine and then you ask other people and you're like it's fine but a big one and I mean a huge one is you may put your goals as too less or too big And both of these can stop you from achieving what you want. Because if you think that your goal is too big and it is too unrealistic, you're not even going to start on it. You're going to be like, that's impossible. Like, I'm not even going to do that. I can't do that. It's not possible. But then if you think that your goal is too small, you're like, nah, that's too easy. I might just do it another time. But then you actually never end up doing it and you just put it off. In Islam, it is so emphasized that like, don't put off things until the last minute like don't say that you are going to do something soon but don't say you're going to do something in the next month because there's no guarantee that you're going to wake up the next morning start doing something about it now it can be a small action in order for you to drive to that bigger success and of course the one thing that will help you ultimately with self-sabotage is turning to Allah and asking him for guidance but some other things you can do outside of salah outside of duas is when you find out what your problem is take a small like a small step towards it you don't need to leap right in right because even that small step can be like crossing a huge bridge that has no rails you know like you take that step into becoming a better person and becoming someone who takes care of their mental health and takes care of themselves ultimately it will become easier because you want to wake up early at least set that alarm okay and i'm not saying okay i'm not saying you set that alarm and then you snooze it and then you just go back to sleep 
But technically speak, like technically on a technical level, it's still progress than you not even thinking twice about putting an alarm, right? And I mean, that's like, that's a really, that's a, probably a very dumb example, but it, you get the point, right? And when it comes to things like this, think strategically, think what is comfortable for you, but also something to go outside of that comfort zone. Because you can't stay in your comfort zone for too long. Because if you do and you never get out of it, what things are you stopping yourself from achieving? Also, I just want to mention that your self-sabotage can drive away so many things. But the one thing that it can really drive away is your faith in the way you connect with your religion. Because I think some of us may look at ourselves and say that we are not good Muslims because of what we do and what we have done in our lives when really the only one that can really be judging us is Allah and when you say that you are not a good enough Muslim and there's no point of you trying that Allah will never forgive you for your sins that you have made or you think that whatever it may be that it won't be okay anymore and you take that into account and you say I'm just I'm just gonna live now you know like I think I will become more religious in the future or I will start when I'm older and I will try to make my move later on in life, this is your self-sabotage getting in the way of your religion, of the one thing that can destroy everything else. You know, once you don't have religion in your life, that takes down other factors in your life. And you may not realize it now, but it will happen in the future. And it's so important that you recognize your patterns and your habits when you say oh it's okay I will pray tomorrow I will pray when I'm older I'll pray when I know how to pray maybe like next month I will start learning how to pray better I'll do this I'll do that but you don't know when your time ends and you also know that you are lying to yourself because you're not making an effort now and you want to make an effort later and it's not going to show up because you're telling yourself you'll do it you'll do it you'll do it but then also at the other side of your head you're like can't do it. I'm not good enough for it anyways. What's the point of me doing it? So to reduce your self-sabotaging habits and to reduce self-sabotaging altogether, there are a few things that we can do. The first one is to really get to know yourself. And I, like, if we're talking personally, I, like, underestimated that so badly because like I've always known myself as a person I've always known what I liked what I don't like what my triggers are what this is what that is but honestly like when you make time to actually get to know yourself and why your responses are the way that they are and why you handle things the way you do it's this sense of like, you get this like sense of belonging because you understand who you are and you get this sense of like power because now you can do something to stop it. And with self-sabotage to fight the cycle, it's important to learn what your self-sabotaging behaviors are, what your triggers are. You need to take time to reflect and find these patterns in your behavior. So make sure to look in your life where things seem to go wrong, where you might get a bit defensive when it comes to your success and your achievements. And 
a great example of this is when you're in a friendship and the friendship is at its peak, you might start distancing yourself from that person as a coping mechanism, as something, you know, you detach yourself when it's becoming serious, when it's becoming the real deal, because you've never had something like that before. The next thing is to practice acceptance. And I think this is one of the most important steps when it comes to recovering or understanding anything, because truly it's not like a thing where you're just like oh yeah I've accepted the fact that I can't do this period it's it no you need to like sit down and actually like understand that you have accepted it you know you say what happened in the past happened in the past I can't undo it I can't change it but from now on I'm going to be a better person but sometimes and depending on what it is it can be so hard to just let it go And it can be so hard to just move on. And this is when it's so important to talk to a professional about it, talk to a counselor about it, talk to a friend, a trusted adult, a teacher, a parent, whoever it may be. It is so important to talk to people about it. And you don't realize it, but when you practice acceptance and when you practice the fact that you do things a certain way, It just makes your life so much easier. And sometimes the answer is right in front of you. But you you can't grasp finding the idea. You can't grasp finding the answer because it's happening to you. But you tell someone about it. It's like they're detangling a ball of yarn. You give them this ball of yarn, which is your problems. And it's all tangled up. There's knots in it. And they somehow just managed to smooth it out and they managed to bring it back into a normal ball of yarn. That is because you're giving something, the something is your problem, your situation, you're giving it to them. And because they're not seeing it in the perspective that you're seeing it, they're seeing it in the perspective that you're sharing it to them with, they can help smooth things out because your mind is so blocked by the fact of your feelings by the way how you're feeling what you're doing what your coping mechanisms are is you cannot fix it by yourself sometimes you just need to ask for help and there's no shame in asking for it either because it's 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 really hard and I'll be the first to admit it vulnerability is a superpower in itself practice reaching out to people, practice accepting what it is. And when someone tells you that, hey, especially when it comes to professional, when they tell you that this is the reason why you're doing this and you're kind of like, nah, that's not it. Really pay attention to what you do after that. Pay attention to see if you keep doing that within your life. The next piece of advice I would give is to reframe and refocus your thinking and self-sabotage is so common because your subconscious your brain is trying to protect you from things that you don't want to do right quote unquote danger and you need to change this perspective of your brain and instead of seeing this challenge as something difficult and hard which it is everything is going to be but instead of saying seeing this as something scary or big try to refocus your brain into seeing the positives so this thing this challenge can become your ally instead of becoming your enemy and then eventually the circle of self-sabotage will 
kind of stop somewhere and then you'll kind of get somewhere. But I think one of the most important things is to get comfortable with failure because self-sabotage, like I mentioned, can come from a fear of failure or a fear of rejection. And if you don't want to try new things, you won't get out of your comfort zone and you're going to stay in the same place you are. You don't want to stay in the same place for for, for too long of time. You need to grow as a person, right? And believe it or not, when you think that everything is okay exactly where you are and you don't want to make a change at all, it's only a matter of time before things start to escalate and become worse. It's going to create tension in your life. It's going to make you feel anxious. You're going to develop these thoughts that, you ha- that you've never had, that you don't know how to control. And eventually, it's just going to get worse and worse from there. So that's just like a few tips and tricks that I think would work. And from my research and from what I've seen, there is so many other ways that we can stop self-sabotage and stop this typical thinking patterns that we have. So you failed. You failed at something and your self-sabotage is getting to you. But before it does, you failed. Now what? As a Muslim, now what? Number one thing after you have failed is to put your trust in Allah's plan. Because Allah's plan is way greater than you can imagine. And there is three things, I'd say, that happens after you make dua to Allah. And his three answers are yes, yes, but not now. And the third one is, I will give you something better. And I think it's just beautiful, you know, because like, imagine that you put your trust in Allah's plan. You got to accept that you have failed. And it is so much harder than you may think. Like, like I mentioned before, it it's not an easy job. But it's there. And I want people to know that there is a lesson to be learned from every mistake, every failure that you have ever made. Because any, anything that you have failed in your life, did you did you or did you not give it a shot in the first place? Right? And with that, don't let your failures stop. Whoa. Do not let the fear of failure stop you. Because it's normal to fail. We are not created in this way that we never ever make a mistake ever and we just perfectly walking around the world and we're just perfectly opening our mouths and the best words come out of it because no that is not what happens like even the people who you think are the smartest people in the world who have the most experience with whatever it may be in their field they make mistakes every day and making mistakes is okay but it's what you do after you make the mistake that genuinely actually counts what are you doing that is gonna make you evolved from this mistake that's just what i want to ask you so yeah i definitely think that this topic has so much more to be said and speaking of this topic uh i want to say a huge thanks to my friend ziva um i was really stumped on 
what to say this episode and I reached out to my friend Ziva and she's like you should talk about self-sabotage so here we are I just want to say huge thank you to Ziva yeah and I hope someone has benefited from this episode and yeah if you want to stay in the loop of what is happening you can give I'm just saying a follow on Instagram to keep up with whatever's happening uh yeah okay thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode for hopping on and i will see you guys next friday inshallah assalamualaikum